Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. Happy to be with you today. I'm your host, Dr. Alan. Whether you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur or a professional of any kind, you know the challenges of gaining recognition for your cause, course, or any endeavor. Today, we have the pleasure of sitting down and talking shop with a marketing specialist who can help us navigate these immense challenges. I know you'll enjoy today's show, and I have a big ask that will only take a moment of your time. Ratings and reviews are the lifeblood of our podcast. So to leave a review, iPhone or any other Apple iOS device users, go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and search for Real Estate Investing Abundance. Once found, scroll all the way to the bottom and leave a review and a rating. For all you non-Apple device users, go to podchaser.com. Search for Real Estate Investing Abundance. Once you find us, leave both a review and a rating. Subscriptions are also vital to the show's success, so please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. It is free to subscribe, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Our guest today is marketing specialist Laura Bruchel. She has been through the ropes, and she knows from experience how to create a brand that leads to recognition. Lauren is the Investor Relations Associate with Spartan Investment Group. Today, she is here to help entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs take the pain out of bringing market recognition to our endeavors. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Let's begin by sharing an experience from your formative years that helped you to be the person that you are today. Sure. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I think the main thing that played a huge role in who I am today is my path playing college golf. So my dad put first golf club in my hand when I was about four years old. And ever since then, I've been hooked on it. And playing golf has taught me so many great life lessons, so many values that I don't know if I could have learned anywhere else. For example, how to be a great team player, how to manage my time really well, being a full-time student athlete and juggling a job in there as well. I think bringing transparency and loyalty to your program and your team and always being honest if you have a scoring mishap with a teammate or an opponent, those all those things taught me a lot of great life lessons. Yeah, it sounds like you were a little Tiger Woods. I think his dad did the same thing to him. I'll bet you know a lot about Tiger, don't you? Oh, yes. I hear he just had a really bad accident. I know. It's so terrible. I hope he recovers. Yeah, I hope he does as well. Lauren, uh, you have been working on creating a national self-storage brand from ground up. Can you tell us about your prior experiences with creating brands in multiple markets and how that has contributed to your ability to bring a Spartan Investment Group into the national spotlight. Absolutely. So when I graduated college, I started off working for a tech startup and I brought a brand of an LED light technology to market, which was really interesting. I did a lot of beer and bar signs. So learning how to market to that industry specifically was one side of marketing. And then after that, I moved over to the CBD oil world where I helped them launch a pet CBD oil brand. So going from technology to CBD were two different things, but it's interesting marketing kind of mashes up. You can take bits and pieces from each industry and meld them together. So then when I came to Spartan, I started off by just marketing all of their assets. I think there were about 
eight or 10 at the time. So really marketing them in their secondary and tertiary markets. So it's really interesting to learn what'll stick, what those little towns like to see, everything from little radio ads to billboards to postcard mailers, which is something I hadn't even done before. And I was doing huge national ad campaigns. So putting all that together and making a national brand, it was a really fun process of bringing the knowledge I had from building the CB oil brand to the self-storage. Not a lot of it was the same, but we did all sorts of things from starting off by figuring out our, why did we want to build this brand? What kind of values did we want to come across in this brand? So we standardized our values from Spartan and meshed them together with what our customers would like to see at the storage level. So that is how my past experience helped me put a couple of different industries together and think outside of the box a little bit. Who is your target audience? Sure. So our target audience for the physical self-storage facilities is usually people within a seven mile radius. It can be anyone from just single family people to small businesses that need storage for their Etsy or their restaurant catering business. So it all depends on the market. Is that the customer you're focusing on? What about the capital investment side? Is that under your purview as well? Sure. So it's definitely very, so what I'm looking for, it's very attractive for investors to invest in a brand that is known and it's all over the United States. So one thing we do for each investment is we do a coin for each investor. So now they're gonna have a whole collection of free up storage coins with the different locations. It also really helps with purchasing power. Big REITs like to buy big portfolios. So maybe someday if that's in our plans, we're also looking to acquire another $150 million in assets in 2021. So having that no national brand will really help with that purchasing power. Yeah. Well, Lauren, so that I and our investors can better understand this branding thing. Can you break it down into the basics and to give us, say, the three fundamental elements in a marketing program? Sure. As I said before, figure out your why. Figure out what values are really important and sticking to that mission, vision, values of your brand will really shine through in everything. Bringing operational standards is also a huge part. If someone walks into a Colorado location versus a Texas location, you want to make sure they're having the exact same experience, having the same phone conversation when they call a location, and also making the aesthetics look similar as well. So having similar colored storage doors, having consistent signage across the whole portfolio, having that brand standard, making sure that all fonts that are used in all marketing materials on your website and everywhere are just consistent. I would say those are the main th three things that we aimed for. Can you enlighten us a little further here? And why would we as investors want a brand? And what does having a brand actually do for us? Other than just having a lot larger SEO presence online with having one name across five states really helps people understand and see the brand. So it's not just in one market, it's in five. That way they can really have that larger presence. You're being investing a part of something bigger than just a little mom and pop shop in a little small town in Texas. And a lot of our investors really like that. And it's really exciting. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. As an industry-leading, relationship-focused, design-built construction firm, Mosaic Construction has worked in many different asset classes from multifamily to retail, medical, industrial, and commercial. Mosaic Construction works to execute interior and exterior renovations with their team of trades and project managers. Their experience with value-add improvements has resulted in increased ROI and long-term value of the assets. They work nationally in partnership with local trades to deliver thoughtful, problem-solving construction management solutions to all their clients. For a personal no-obligation consultation, call Ira Singer, 773-491-3145 or email ira 
at mosaicconstruction.net. You can also find Ira on LinkedIn. Like in any activity, there are certainly pros and cons. Give us a perspective on going to a national brand as opposed to actually just sticking with a mom-and-pop name. Sure. Definitely a con is that if a storage facility that has been in that town for 20 years with the same local mom-and-pop name gets rebranded, some people who you know live there forever might not recognize the brand, might be confused at why. If people in that area are searching those local terms, we have one facility, Mini West Storage in Corsicana. If we, everyone knows that is Mini West and it's been there forever. So if we were to change that brand, that would probably create some confusion in the town. Our occupancy might go down or SEO search results might go down. But on the flip side, for example, in Texas, the pro is we have six or seven facilities in that state now. So it's statewide. The brand will be known. The more we buy in Texas, the more word of mouth will get around and people will really start to recognize that. When you purchase a facility, you don't necessarily just automatically go and rebrand. You consider both the pros and cons of whether that's advantageous. Yes, we will be rebranding 10 of our 12 current facilities, two of those not being rebranded for those reasons that I mentioned. But for the most part, going forward, we do plan to rebrand all the new ones that we acquire. As the Spartan brand grows, those cons diminish as the brand grows and people nationwide begin to recognize it. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So you shared earlier the three basic elements, but give us a little more detail. What does creating a national brand entail and what are the critical moving parts that can either make or break a branding campaign? Sure. So we started off by taking a lot of time in picking our colors and our logo. So that was a really important part to us because if if our logo was too hard to read or too hard to understand or the colors weren't eye-catching enough or didn't bring out the right emotions with the color personality or psychological chart, then we had to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, what do we want these colors to represent? So that took a lot of time to really finalize that and get that exactly where we wanted. It also took a lot of time to build our tagline and make it really meaningful and have it adhere to those values that we wanted to show within our operational standards. So after we figured all that out, we spent a lot of time creating a website, which actually is still under creation, making sure that it's super user-friendly, super eye-catching, and easy to book online, easy to see the rates, easy to see all of our locations. Another huge part to all of this is the signage. Having our big monument sign or pole sign out front, making sure it's lit up and easy to read, easy to have the phone number able to call, and then making sure just everything else in that facility is consistent, having the office painted the brand colors, having a super clear decal on the door of the address and the phone number and the hours. I would say that's been our main three things we've been focusing on. We'll be right back after this brief announcement. The importance of rating and reviews cannot be overemphasized. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a brief moment to leave a rating and a review. For those who are iPhone or other Apple iOS device users, go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and search for Real Estate Investing Abundance. Once found, scroll all the way to the bottom and leave a review and a rating. For all the rest of you non-Apple device users, go to podchaser.com. Search for Real Estate Investing Abundance and once found, leave both a review and a rating. Your Apple Podcast and Podchaser reviews are greatly appreciated. Subscriptions are also vital to the show's success, so please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. It is free to subscribe, and you can unsubscribe at any time. 
Well, in terms of deciding on your colors, deciding on your tagline, you said you spent a great deal of work in conjunction with that. Did you use focus groups to help you determine that, or was it within the office staff that you just batted these ideas and these prospects around? How did you actually go about deciding that these are the appropriate colors, this is the tagline that is really going to stick? How did you determine all that? So it was mainly within our company. And we did use a third-party branding and graphic design company as well to really help us with that. They have a lot of experience in knowing what looks great, what works. We did run it by a couple of investors who we knew would provide great feedback, honest feedback. But between our team of 35 and our branding company, we had it pretty solidified. Great. We're going to go to our sponsor for a moment, but I'm going to give you this question before we go. We hear endlessly how important SEO and social media are to marketing success. To many of us, me included, both of those have become a four-letter word. Is it possible these days to create a national brand without SEO and uh, social media? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Would you ever invest all your money in a single stock? Very unlikely. Yet investors are willing to risk $50,000 to $100,000 in a single property in real estate all the time. Investor is the world's first customizable real estate investment platform. Investors can build their own custom portfolios selecting investments across multiple asset classes such as single family homes, multifamily, student housing, self-storage, and shopping centers. You can also invest across multiple markets and different time frames. Avestra also enables other real estate entrepreneurs and syndicators to build and use Avestra's infrastructure and cloud platform to create their own customizable real estate funds. To learn more, visit us at avestrainc.com. Avestra, real estate investing made simple. Lauren, tell us about SEO and social media. Sure. So I really believe that it can make or break you. It is very important. We have a lot of our current customers and potential customers who find us on Google, who find us on Facebook, who see our YouTube ads. And bringing all of these separate websites that we have now for these 10 facilities all into one website is really going to boost our SEO, really boost our online presence. We spend a great deal of money every month on ads. We always have Google ads running, Facebook ads. We do special targeted ads to specific demographics of potential clients or customers. So if you have a great social media presence and people can find you and your hours and location are accurate and updated, I mean, it gives you a great advantage over some competitors. It's very challenging to keep on top of that. How many people are actually involved in taking care of all those Google ads and Facebook ads and also concerning yourselves with the SEO? What kind of team do you all have? So far, it has just been me. We actually just hired a new person, Rachel, to help us. And we also, with the new brand, we'll be hiring a third party to do all of our ads because they are really just geniuses in the space. I mean, on a daily and weekly basis, I would go in and optimize keywords and refresh ads and make sure that their campaigns are running smoothly. About once or twice a week, I would go in and make sure the Google or the Facebook ads are getting the kind of views and clicks that I'm looking for. And if that's not working, you go in and update 
keywords or you pick a different demographic. So it's a little bit of playing here and there, but it's definitely a big lift, especially when it's 10 different properties. Well, that's challenging for a team and you've been doing that all alone. That's great. I'm glad you can keep up on that. It is truly an overwhelming aspect of marketing these days. And you can't just call up the newspaper and buy an ad and expect to get much from it anymore. Let's go into our deep dive here and let's get to know Lauren behind the success and know who you are as a person. So share with us one of your most difficult setbacks. How did you come through that time and what did you learn from the experience? Sure. So I would say one of my most difficult setbacks was moving cross country by myself where I really didn't know many people. So when I moved from Charlotte, North Carolina, where I went to school and immediately had friends and teammates there that I could count on and hang out with to Colorado, where I moved out here for a Spartan. And I knew you know, a couple people here and there, but I'd really never been alone and never had to explore a new city by myself. I really had to learn how to put myself out there, really go and be social and meet people and also learn how to be okay alone, not with people all the time. That was a setback for a little bit emotionally, but I overcame that and I made some great friends. I started really hanging out and getting to know my coworkers. That was a great learning curve for me. And so what did you learn from that experience? I learned that it's okay to not always be with people, that it's okay to be alone and take some alone time. I had never done that. I was constantly with friends seven nights a week. So being alone one night a week, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what is happening? But I had to teach myself that it's okay and to find a hobby on the side or do something productive or take a new course. Like for example, Spartan is putting me through a finance course through Cornell. So I'm taking that extra free time and learning. So did you go to UNC Charlotte? I did not. I almost transferred there though, but I went to Belmont Abbey. I played golf there. So what are you most grateful for in your life these days? I'm grateful to live in the gorgeous state of Colorado. I'm grateful for my dog, George. He's a golden doodle. And I'm grateful to have such uh, an amazing family and friends. So I have a great support system behind me. Oh, wonderful. Did George come with you from North Carolina? He did, yes. And he actually comes to the office every day with me, too. Oh, well, that's wonderful. That's yes. Sweet. Yes, I had a little dog who was called Athena. She moved uh, with me from South Texas all the way over here to North Carolina. And that was a pleasant thing, having her with me. She passed away several years ago, but brought lots of joy. Yes, they do. Share with us three good things from the last 24 hours. Sure. This morning, I had a great meeting with my team, which is always exciting. They're up in Seattle, so I don't get to see them often. So we have our morning meeting on Zoom. It's always great to talk to them and get caught up to speed. I'm grateful for the beautiful snow today. We had 16 inches last night and it's, I woke up and it was super pretty outside. And I'm also grateful that it is almost the weekend and I'm headed to sunny California. So <laughs> I booked my flight yesterday. So <laughs> that was the last week of our thing. Lauren, I love Colorado snows. There's just no place where snow is so beautiful. It's so powdery and soft and, and Oh, it is gorgeous on a beautiful morning after the snow. And I expect the sun's out again, is that? Yep, about half of it's already melted. That is the problem. It, it does go away too quickly. And yes, Southern California in the middle of winter is a lovely place to be as well. How are you putting your success in life to help create universal abundance for all beings? 
I don't know about for all beings, but I take the knowledge that I've learned from Spartan. They've been so grateful to educate me on real estate and investments and finance. And I take that and run with it to as many friends and family members as I possibly can. A lot of people my age really don't understand the importance of investing or alternative asset classes, or that it's important to start thinking about these things in your 20s and 30s. And so I really try to open up that conversation to everyone that I possibly can to educate them to hopefully have a better financial future down the road. That is important. And you're right. Has so many of us never even heard about alternative investment classes. Many of us didn't even hear about investing until into our mid-years or even later. That is beneficial for all beings because the more abundance everybody has, we all benefit. When you leave this earth, Lauren, what do you want your epitaph to say? I wanted to say lover of life, lover of all experiences and things. I really do take every possible advantage I can have or get to do fun things to create memories. So I would be happy if all I ever did in my life was create a lot of great memories and left a kind mark on a lot of people. That's a wonderful epitaph. I hope you have many years before you have that written on your gravestone. Thank you, Lauren, for being on the show today. You have brought us lots of value and I appreciate uh, you being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance brought to you by Steed Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steed Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steed Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at steedtalker.com.